0: If you're having a negative thought about your body, the best thing that you can do is to at least make yourself make it neutral. So what does that mean? Um, You know, now I've had three babies, okay? So when I'm looking at my stomach, instead of being like, oh my gosh, this is never going to be the same. What was I even complaining about before? That freaking stomach was, you know what I'm saying? You at least say, Amy, you have housed three babies in that stomach like that is a really important part of your body that's helped you grow your family
1: i'm amy and i'm abby and as women we are constantly comparing ourselves to others but your life isn't supposed to look like hers Being your best self means standing firm in your decisions and always being willing to grow with a purpose.
0: We get vulnerable and real with an honest look into the challenges and triumphs we all face. Every woman listening gets the opportunity to choose what life looks like for herself. Okay, here we are, episode two. Today, we are going to talk about body image, and this is so important to Abby and I that it's episode two, because we know that so many women struggle with body image, but we also know that a lot of us are raising little people, and as we'll get into throughout this episode, our body image is really going to impact their body image, so if it's a struggle for you... It's going to be a struggle for them. So, Abby, let's get
1: started. What is your biggest struggle with your body image? And we went into this a little bit in the first episode, but really just scratched the surface. And today we'll be scratching the surface on body image in general because there's so much that can go into it. But when it comes to my biggest struggle, it's dealing with the fat girl mentality. In college, I gained a lot of weight very quickly, not because of anything besides having destructive habits. And I knew I was doing it to myself. I knew exactly what was wrong with the whole situation, but it happened. And in my mind, I'm always living in the size of pair of jeans that is definitely six sizes bigger than I am right now. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you are compulsively overeating on a regular basis, it almost always comes from restricting at some point in your life. And restricting for me started in high school and has led to other forms of restricting, such as the I'll start on Monday or the New Year's goal mentality. So what were you doing in high school? It's diagnosed now as orthorexia. So not anorexia, not bulimia, but orthorexia is the obsession with being healthy. So it could look like obsessively counting calories or getting irrationally angry over a missed workout. And many people can find a healthy balance. But for some, me included, it can definitely go to unhealthy levels. So what did it look like exactly for you? Pages upon pages of all the foods I was eating and then the exercise that followed. So this is an orange. It's 45 calories. I followed it up with a half scoop of peanut butter. And then at the end of the day, making sure that my basic metabolic rate and exercise made everything completely even. Oh my gosh. So what happened if they didn't line up? I would just go for an extra run or go to the YMCA and go swimming. And again, that looks healthy. You're doing something for your body. You're moving your body. And I was congratulated by my coaches. I got better as an athlete. People looked at me and they were saying, wow, you are improving in all these categories. And what I was really doing is just a mind mess of exactly what I needed to do in order to be a certain way. And that's not how any 13, 14-year-old should ever have to live her life. Did your friends see you doing that? It just looked, I mean, probably, but it just looked normal. Like it was so much part of my life that I didn't, I could write it down afterwards or just would calculate in my mind because it became a habit. And it was a healthy habit in my mind. I was obsessed with being healthy, but it was definitely not healthy looking back at it. I just think... How can we not have our next generation grow up like that? So Amy, when I look at you, you have such a positive body image and I'm not there. Even after trying to be healthy for so many years, I'm not where you are. And it is amazing seeing your confidence. So what are some of those pivotal things that helped in your confidence and your body image?
0: I think just like anything, it is a journey. And so I have definitely been, you know, the high schooler that thought that she should lose five pounds. I have been the college student that ate really well Monday through Thursday and then went on a weekend slide. And then, you know what I mean? Like I've definitely been in different places, but one thing I will, I do want to share is that I've had these pivotal points in my life where an adult said or did the right thing. And I really think that hugely impacted me. In second grade, I remember this little boy Dan was his name and he called me fat at the bus stop and I remember going home that night my mom was watching Oprah and folding laundry and I said mom Dan called me fat am I fat and she just took me onto her lap and she was like she said everything right she was like Amy you are not fat she's like you are so strong and he did not, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, she did say, she was like, he probably likes you, you know, whatever. But I just remember feeling so safe in her arms and just having her reassurance. Um, And then when I was in high school, I ran cross country and track. And those are um, sports that women can have body issue images because cross country, to be honest, the fast runners are usually very, very thin. So I happen to be on an extremely talented cross-country team. And I was, you know, at that, at that time third, third or fourth best. And I remember saying to my cross-country coach, Matt, I said, Oh, Matt, you know, Jenny and Amy are so fast. Like, do you think if I lost 10 pounds, like I could be faster? And he was like, Amy, absolutely not. He's like, your strength is your power. And if you lost weight, you wouldn't be as powerful. So I do not want you to do that. You know, I want you to focus on your strength. And that was an incredible, like now looking back, I'm like, God, thank God he said that to me and that he didn't say, yeah, You should probably lose that weight, and you would be faster. Um, So I think that what you say to young women that are developing their self, their image, is really, really important. And that has been
1: true in my life, and I can only be just so thankful for that. In preparation for this, we did some research on it, and we know that these studies can go back to as early as age four, So, Amy, you brought up about Dan at the bus stop when you were in second grade. So you're about seven. And one in four kids at the age of seven have already tried to go on a diet. One in four. Right. And imagine freaking
0: that. Imagine if my mom had been like, well, actually, Amy, you could eat a little better. So let's have you focus on that. Because truth be told, you guys, when I was growing up, I was chubby. A child's body goes through so many different stages, and I think the real strength my mom had is never making me feel bad about my body or that I needed to lose weight or that I needed to look a certain way. So that's one thing I really want to get across. Um, And then this, five to eight-year-olds who think their moms are unhappy with their bodies are more likely to feel dissatisfied with their own. My mom has a very positive body image. She was never on diets when I was growing up. she I could count on one hand, and I don't even think I could get to two, remembering her saying negative things about her body. She was the mom that was in the swimsuit at the water park living her best life. She was not in a cover-up. She was not Um, wearing a t-shirt over her swimsuit. She was like out there loud and proud and everybody is beautiful. But my mom's was, I'm saying by no means was it perfect. And so I saw a woman that didn't have, quote unquote, a perfect body in a swimsuit playing with her kids. Like that's what I grew up with. So um,
1: it's safe to say that I do think that's played an enormous role. It goes back to research too so you have that experience in your own life and the journal of clinical child and adolescent psychology did a full experiment on that where women went into changing rooms with their children and would simply say only positive things about themselves and the other group only negative things and the children came out amy saying those same things that their parents said saying the exact same things obviously this was a made-up scenario but what you say regardless of how you look regardless of the actual situation of what's going on what you say has such a huge impact because these children are sponges they are hearing everything that we say they're seeing everything that we do so what you're doing every day is for sure impacting how they feel
0: you know I in my interaction with women I do think that this is a real problem my friends will make comments all the time. Negatively about their bodies and I'm the one that kind of stops them where I say, Abby, I respectfully have no idea what you're talking about with your thighs. Like I think that that's what you see but I don't think that's what other people are seeing because I'll tell you what, if you're having trouble with your body image and you're saying that out loud to a friend, I think it's gonna be pretty hard for you to compartmentalize you're saying it to me, but then you're you're gonna go home. I really think you're probably saying some of those things around your daughter um, without even thinking because it's just kind of one of those things that's what you think about your body. So for me, when I started really digging into this and working on it, this was right before I had Maxwell, my first child. A game changer for me is when I would start to think about something that I thought was a flaw. At the time, I remember I always just was like, why is my stomach like, why can't I get my stomach thinner? Like, why can't I have a six pack? These girls on Instagram have six packs. I want one of those. Or honestly, the other one was I have um, more fat in my armpit, like an armpit roll. If you don't know, you don't know. But if you know, you know. Every time I would take a picture, to be honest, I would zoom in on that part of my body. I would be like, oh, my God, there's my freaking sausage armpit roll. And I just decided, I'm like, I have to knock that off. Like, this is my body. We all have areas that we store fat in. We're all different. And so I really, I stopped myself when I was thinking that and I had to say something positive. And I also did immersion therapy on myself, of which I would make myself post the picture, even if I didn't think I looked perfect in it. Like I was like, screw this. You look great. You're being hard out of yourself. Like this picture, that's not what everyone else is going to see just because you've conditioned your mind to see those flaws. So Um, the tangible takeaway is if you're having a negative thought about your body, the best thing that you can do is to at least make yourself make it neutral. So what does that mean? Um, You know, now I've had three babies, okay? So when I'm looking at my stomach, instead of being like, oh my gosh, this is never going to be the same. What was I even complaining about before? That freaking stomach was, you know what I'm saying? You at least say, Amy, You have housed three babies in that stomach. Like that is a really important part of your body that's helped you grow your family. So that is a really huge one for me. What about you, Abby? Do you have things that you're working on? I know you have a little daughter at home. Like are there things that you try to think about as far as body image
1: and what you're saying in front of her? Lucy is three and a half. She does have a younger brother, and I know that these experiences can affect men just like they affect women, but growing up female, I would never want Lucy to go through what I went through. I just know it can be so physically and emotionally tolling on a young girl's life, so what I'm working on right now, Amy, is the negative banter. Fortunately, I don't say these things out loud. They they definitely might slip up, you're right, and I probably wouldn't even notice it, but I have been struggling with these issues for almost two decades, and you can probably hear the shaking in my voice throughout this conversation because it's not something that I'm super confident on. But in the last year, I have done so much work, and the negative banter in my mind is the part that has helped the absolute most. Body image, as we all know, is more than just how a body looks. I truly know that I'm in good shape and I work out hard and I've gotten myself to a level where I know that I look pretty good, but it always goes back to the college days. So when I look in the mirror, I'm looking at the person who does not look like who I actually am now. Well, girl,
0: you don't have to tell me. Honestly, you guys, let me just say this is that she doesn't have to tell me this because I remember being at a photo shoot with you for Expecting and Empowered. I had her top off. She was in a sports bra and yoga pants. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she is the goddess of the world. Like her body is so beautiful. It's so strong. It's like something to aspire to. And I really thought that I was 34 weeks pregnant at the time, but I could just be so proud of my friend for having such a strong body. So for me, it like, I, and I tell her all the time, I'm like, I'm so shocked that you I have this struggle because I think to everyone else, we're like aspiring to be, you know, strong and healthy like you are. When I told you that in person, because I really do speak my truth, you said, oh, Amy, it's um, I've had to be on this crazy diet for Micah because he has all these allergies. And that's why that's why I'm looking like this.
1: And your words are so kind. Thank you for saying that, which brings up another thing I'm working on, which when someone gives you a compliment, ladies, the correct response should be, thank you. Not giving an excuse, not throwing it to the side. The answer should be thank you. Oh,
0: it's so interesting. And I do think it points us into our next conversation as well. There I was, 34 weeks pregnant, and you were, what, 10 months postpartum, something like that maybe even a little further. And um what I had to do there is really stay in my own lane. Because we were at this photo shoot, Abby's demonstrating freaking push-ups and pull-ups. And here I am with this big full belly with our third baby in it. And I had to be like, Amy, in this moment, like you are housing a baby and your time will be coming where you can do those things again. But I'm not going to get down on myself because Abby has abs coming out of her stomach right now and yours is literally out to here. Um, and so I think one thing we really wanted to touch on in this talk is the influence of social media, Instagram namely. So Abby, what are some strategies that you do to kind of protect your mind as you're working on your body image When it comes to Instagram.
1: It's really pretty simple and something anyone can do. Just don't follow people who make you feel bad about yourself. Don't follow people who have an unrealistic body type or something that you're yearning after that you know you'll never receive. Don't follow those people. Um, So most of my feed is for the messages. It's for learning. It's for growing and not necessarily looking at how cute someone looks, how coordinated their outfits are, or how incredible their body is. Because that's not real life. Like in real life, there are people who have all sorts of body shapes.
0: And here's the thing I was telling Abby is that Drew and I were at a Brewer game. Um, That's a baseball team in Milwaukee about a year and a half ago, and I remember commenting to him, I'm like, babe, I'm actually in pretty good shape. And I was like, these people at the stadium do not look like the people on my Instagram feed. I said that out loud because that was my actual thought. I was like, wow, I have morphed my mind into thinking that the general population has a six pack and bounces back after babies and has all the things because that's what I'm seeing in my feed. Um, So I think that the conversation around comparison is one that really needs to happen. Um, And that can happen on social media that can happen in real life. Do you have any tips on how you work to not compare your body to other women
1: that's a tough one because I do still compare my body to other women even though it's gotten a lot better I do still compare I would have to answer that as every woman is struggling with something so maybe you only see her perfect legs but she may have something else that she's struggling with, like not being as fast of a runner or wrinkles, or maybe she has uneven boobs from breastfeeding.
0: Uh, And I will say, I follow these different influencers. And the thing is, we probably all have, or I hope that we all have areas of our body that we're proud of or that we um, really like. I know for me, like my legs all day, I will take that short um dress and show them off. I l- I love my legs. I really do. And I'll follow girls and watch their favorite part of their body is different. So I follow my friend Kate. She's always got her abs on her feed. That can make me feel a certain type of way cuz I don't have those abs. I can rationally think like okay, that's her strong suit that's what she's putting out there that's what she really loves about her body I am so proud of her for that I really am but I can also understand that that's not something I don't have to like I don't have to get my body exactly where hers is to feel proud of it like I don't have to look exactly how she does because she is she is showing her strength she is showing where she feels really good so I think just to you guys like realize when these girls are on Instagram, they know their strengths. They know their angles. They know how to pose their body in certain ways to make it look how they want it to look. Not everybody, but a lot of girls, you guys are taking 50 pictures to post one. I was telling Abby and this made her gasp. So I want to tell you guys, it is, I was listening to, um, an episode of Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. He had Monica Lewinsky on and she said she had recently read a study in which the average 13 year old takes a hundred selfies, a hundred pictures to post one picture. Like that's the time we're living in is that people take a hundred pictures to post one freaking picture, you guys. And then the problem is, is that you're comparing to that one perfect shot that that person felt like that was the the one that they were going to post, you're, you're comparing to what is probably not even her reality. Like she took the perfect photo and that's what she's posting and that's what you're comparing to. Okay, another question that I want to get into is what do you think is the most important thing that you can do in your household? or around your friends to demonstrate a positive body image?
1: I'm a work in progress over here, but talking to myself like I would talk to a friend, that can ease up so much of the body image issues that women have, Um, in addition, not falling back to my former ways. So macro counting and micro counting are becoming pretty popular. Honestly, that is exactly what I was doing back in high school. It just wasn't popular back then. So not falling back in those ways because I know myself that I would take that too seriously and it would go to unhealthy levels. But also knowing that other people can do that and that it's totally okay, that it fits within their boundaries and that that's a safe and healthy way for them to live their lives, that all-or-nothing mentality is big in my life. And when I find myself sliding and getting negative – for deviating from that optimal path, understanding that it's okay. It's okay to live in the gray and not just the black and white because living in perfection leads to restriction, which leads to overindulging. And that slide is terrible for body image. Think about any Monday, for example, when all of a sudden you're going to cut everything out. That Monday usually leads to overindulging. And that's the restriction mindset that cutting it out can help so many women in the position that I am in and that I have been in in the past. So you, Amy, you're there. So please tell me, please tell all of us, what is your secret sauce? I really think
0: that what it's come down to as I've grown a little older and a little wiser I've really focused on taking care of my body. And I think my body image has followed that. So I'll give you tangible examples. Number one, I drink a ton of water. And if you follow me, I'm obsessed with it. And I try to spread the good news to the masses. Like it's science. You need to be drinking a lot of water. Number two, I sleep as much as I can I am not the girl that is ever going to sacrifice sleep of course I've had three children you guys I go through the sleepless nights you know I make it through that season but I am the mom that's like you know what I can't do everything I can't keep up with this house but I can prioritize my sleep go to bed at 9pm and leave that kitchen messy I know not everyone can do that but I'm saying you guys you have to focus on your sleep um, number 3. I'm in a really healthy place right now with my diet. And I don't mean it's perfect by any means, but I mean that I feel really good about what I'm putting in my body. And if I have a treat, I'm able to have that, enjoy it, and and then go about my life without any shame or guilt. Um, number 4. I love to exercise. Because I know how strong I feel. I do my three strength trainings a week and I do my couple sessions of cardio. So all of that combines to be the secret sauce. So I feel so well taken care of that I'm like, my body feels great. And if you feel great physically
1: and mentally, I do think that the body image thing follows. And good things will take time, especially if you're deep in the negative body image talk and your thoughts about your body haven't been positive for a long time. This isn't a magic pill that you can just swallow and suddenly it's going to be positive. But progress every single day is better than where you are right now. So we hope that you can use even one of the tips that we talked about today. And there are so many different directions that we can go with this, but we want to hear from you. So head over to Instagram, check out our latest photo, and let us know what questions that you still want answered. Let us know what professionals that you want on, because after all, this whole conversation, this entire podcast is getting you one step further than you are today.